Psalm 119, verses 161 through 168. Rulers persecute me without cause, but my heart trembles at your word. I rejoice in your promise like one who finds great spoil. I hate and abhor falsehood, but I love your law. Seven times a day I praise you for your righteous laws. Great peace have they who love your law, and nothing can make them stumble. I wait for your salvation, O Lord, and I follow your commands. I obey your statutes, for I love them greatly. I obey your precepts and your statutes, for all my ways are known to you. Uh, what, when I uh, read this, I, for some reason, thought of uh, Daniel. Uh, yeah. And I actually wrote this down about it. Uh, by King Nebuchadnezzar's standard, Daniel was an exceptional man in every respect. Ten times, quote, ten times better than uh, all the magicians and enchanters in his whole kingdom, unquote. But if that was all, then Daniel's name would have vanished in the sands of time. Daniel remains alive, however, as a model of faith, an example of what it means to live as a man and uh, with a heart for God. Rather than deny his faith, Daniel is willing to face certain death. He defies the edict of an all-powerful God to remain true to a far greater king. Uh, that's my interpretation of a um, complicated story. Uh, mm -hmm. Daniel's one of the exiles. He's exceptional in every way, but he never, even though he's in a foreign country, he never loses his, his, his relationship with God, uh, which is even greater than one's relationship. When one is uh, extolled by the king and has a high position, even that will not separate him from God. And so he's not only a prophet, he's a bit of a saint. That's really cool how you've placed uh, Psalm 119 in the context of Daniel, because, you know, Psalm 119, of course, is this long and beautiful ode to the law. Oh, how I love your law. You know, and it's, it's basically the, the love song to Torah. Uh, but then in Daniel, it's like, okay, what happens when following God's laws? <laughs> means you're breaking the, the national loss, right? You're, you're meeting the opposition and even persecution and um, it, you kind of place it in that context. It's really very interesting, you know, because you could read Psalm 119 and make it a pious thing. I love God's law. Look at me. But it's like, okay, all right. Now, what about when uh, somebody comes against you and says, you do that law one more time and you're going to be put to death? Now, how pious are you, right? <laughs> how holy are you? How much do you really love God's law? Let's go. So good. good um, I like the way you did that. Well, um, it's, it's funny. I mean, I, I, I like the way you, uh, when you're kind of leading the discussion, I like the way you uh, generally have a sense of, uh, this this verse is placed in a bigger context mm. within the Bible, mm -hmm. and I sometimes uh, jump out of the 
uh, Bible a little bit and, and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, where my, where my feet are planted and, and use that as kind of a way uh, back into the verse. In this case, though, I, I think that, um, I don't know, remember exactly why I uh, went to Daniel, but I love the story. And I think it's a story for everybody simply because uh, we can, in a little bit like Jonah, that we can find ourselves as a believer and as a follower of Jesus Christ in um, unpleasant uh, circumstances. Mm-hmm. We, we find mm-hmm. ourselves being challenged and, uh, you know, God intervened and, uh, uh but nevertheless, I mean, it's it's frightening, and it, 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 I, I think it, that the fear of of being challenged in your faith, I think, is is you know is in some ways legitimate. But that doesn't mean that you uh, run away from uh, one's belief or one's commitment to Christ. Mm-hmm. 